What is up, my friends, my pals? This is episode 90 of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. Tyler, what, what's got you? What's what's got you all frazzled today? Stuff. Stuff. Just shit. When it takes too long, and you're like, man, that won't take an hour. It took an hour. Shit. I'm like, damn. That sort of stuff. Mm. Stuff and things. Mm. I know how that feels. Expecting yeah. things to get done at a certain time and then they don't. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Dude, I'm drinking this Mountain Dew Holiday Brew. Oh, yeah. I saw that. My my roommate got one of those. What? How are they? They are okay. You know, out of all the new different Mountain Dew flavors recently. It's probably one of my least favorites. Okay. No shizzle. It, it's mountain, regular Mountain Dew plus Code Red, and I'm just like, eh, kind of tastes the same. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not, not the greatest. Wouldn't recommend. Mm. I mean, I get what they're going for, you know, green and red, but, you know, yeah. maybe maybe be a little bit more original than that. Just exactly. like that sounds like something a child could come up with. <laughs> like, oh, Christmas is green and red. Let's mix the green and red Mountain Dews. Yeah, that's so dumb. Uh, it could add a little bit of white out in there, maybe. Cause you know, sometimes you get a little bit of snow on that tree. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love getting snow on that tree. Uh, God damn it. This is not turning into one of those conversations, I swear. Uh, uh, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Did you get any cool things Black Friday? So uh, Thanksgiving was a bit of, well, it was it was busy. That's what I'll say. We had a lot of people over. I'm, of course, away from my family right now. So had a lot of friends over. Uh, it was good. We had a really good meal. We had two turkeys, one we baked in the oven. And one we smoked all day, so we had a second turkey at like 6 p.m. We initially had like, we had our Thanksgiving dinner at like noon, and then we had another smoked turkey that was ready at like 6 in the evening, so that was great. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Get high on that turkey. Yo, that turkey was delicious. You ever, you should try smoking a turkey sometime if you haven't. I've never had smoked turkey. It sounds good. Oh, yeah. I haven't had smoked anything in a while. Woo! Things are always good when you smoke it. Mm. Pack it in that blunt. Mm. As for uh, Black Friday, I got myself the Logitech G29 racing wheel. <laughs> Hell yeah. That thing, oh man, I got it for almost 50% off. Wow. It's normally, I think it's normally around like $400 and I got it for like 210 Damn, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's... And I, I used it last night. No, not not last night. The night before. Wait, I'm losing track of my days. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday evening, I used it playing some Gran Turismo Sport. And holy God, that is the way to play that game. It is so much fun with a racing wheel. Are you the, better with a racing wheel? I think... I, I have yet to fi- find that out. Like I haven't, I need to do some time trials to see, like, see what I'm actually better with because I was doing pretty okay on the racing wheel, uh, but it was on a different track than I'm used, usually playing. So I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. 
but I'm, I'm still very new to driving on a racing wheel. I don't think I've done that since like maybe Forza three on the Xbox. And that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Man, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Back when uh, Forza was a what, what was I think the high points of the Forza Motorsport franchise was back then Forza three, Forza four. Oh yeah, Forza four is still the best in my opinion. Mm. Forza six, not too bad, but yeah, definitely those were the high points. Mm. Yeah. Uh, how was your That's Thanksgiving exciting. and Black Friday? Uh, Thanksgiving was good. Just ate a lot of food. I had. This is so first world, man. I had three different meals. Oh, God. I had Wednesday night and then two that day. So I Ooh. just, I didn't go for seconds or anything. I'm just like, I'm just going to have one plate at each and good to go. It's such a first world problem thing. But, yeah, it's. But otherwise, I mean, it was good. It was fun. Went out uh, Thursday night, like late, um, just for something to do. You know, I. I you know, Black Friday, while it's kind of cool, you can save a lot of money on things you've been looking for. It is a very disgusting thing. <laughs> you know, it's a very American thing, consumer thing. Oh, for hold, sure. hold on, hold on. Before before you continue, I want to make I want to make it clear that I bought my stuff online. I did not go out on Black Friday. I bought my shit online and got it delivered to my door then the next week. I bought most of mine online. Yeah, uh, that's the way to go. Like. I, I think it's best to probably buy your shit online, and if you want to go out just for something to do, fuck it, YOLO. You know, we went to uh, Best Buy, and I bought. I was like, "Fuck, they have some amiibs, amiibos that I have been looking for for a long time." So I decided I was going to get one, and then I looked over at the line. And I'm like, "The line is halfway through this building right now." Holy shit. Uh, but they had it moving really quick, so it wasn't too bad. But uh, yeah, Black Friday is it's always an insane time when you go out for sure. I like people watching. That's the only reason why I go out. I'm a people watcher. Yeah, I think that's... it's funny to, to, to just watch people and insanity. And like there was this dude, hillbilly in a truck and there was all these like kids that were – 16 17 18 years old yelling at him and then this dude going down this little tiny basically the street and then you would go i don't know if i'd really call it a street it's at the mall basically a little road on the wall on the wall jesus christ at the mall and the dude's like oh these kids are yelling at me i'm gonna rev my big old truck up here because I'm a nice redneck. And he ended up going up to like 40 miles an hour. I'm like, dude, it's Black Friday. Like, you could fucking murder somebody right now. <laughs> Don't be one of those stories, man. And then the, the kids, they were behind us as we were walking to the store yelling. And they're like, they were dropping some F-bombs, not the fuck word, but the other one. I won't say it. Uh, and and uh, yelling penis, and I'm just like, mm. what? What? And then then I then I heard him go, dude, I am so drunk right now. I'm like, oh, God, mm. oh boy, <laughs> rowdy fucking teenagers. Yeah, Ugh. I know. It's so funny because we were that not too long ago, but like, I'm too old for that shit. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I don't know. But it was all right. I ended up getting um, 
some amiibos and I got near Automata. Yes. I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to start it probably this weekend. Uh, got it for $25, which, holy balls, it's a pretty good price. Ended up picking up the second season of Telltale's Batman. I uh, really liked the first one. This one was on sale on PSN for pretty damn cheap. Uh, and then you and I picked mm. up that Battlefield 1 Premium for $15. Oh, yeah. $35 off. And, I mean, we had a blast over the weekend playing some of those maps. Some of those maps in their first two DLCs are just very well designed and just a lot of fun to play on. Um, especially the one in the second DLC, Love Cows Pass, I think it was called. Just very mountainous region and trees everywhere. Nice for snipers, but there's just fucking hills like everywhere and it's it's a massive map it's probably one of the biggest battlefield maps i feel like they probably made um but that map that was glorious because yeah, it, it was, was really cool glorious. yeah it was really yeah. cool that one time where we came up behind a couple of squads and just fucking mowed them down oh yeah oh just, that was glorious they were done. yeah it was great and and i think the best part about that match which makes might like lead to me loving that map so much is that it was like a dog fight the whole time mm-hmm. for lead like if one of the teams got the lead maybe they got up to about 10 points ahead but that's about it and the other team took the lead back towards the end i'm like fuck we might not get it but then we just came back and we won by i don't know 15 20 it was probably the biggest lead any of the teams had so it was like this strategic dog fight from start to finish it was it was a tremendous amount of fun but those maps are cool man you know i, I thoroughly enjoyed them I, i'm blanking on the title of the map but it's one from the first dlc it's basically a, a city oh, or a yeah. little town and it's dark and i mean dark that was a really fun map to play on too mm-hmm. uh, lot lots of tactics i mean it was cool because it's just like we're going to a point and I look over and there's like 15 of us from our team just running over to a certain point and then just all hell breaks loose. It was, it's like so quiet and we're just running through the streets and then just fucking gunfire and grenades going off. It's like, man, nothing, you know, battlefield when, when it hits, man, it, it can be a very fun experience and I had a blast. Mm-hmm. What a deal. Yeah. 15 bucks, man. That is, it's, well, isn't it like normally $50 or something like that? Yeah, that's... 50. And, like, even for $50, I think it's... There's a lot of content there, but... like, And they're coming out with more. Like, there's one coming out in December. Uh, there's one coming out early next year. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think it's a good package anyways. But, like, for $15, I think that... That is one of the best values I think we've... I've ever... <laughs> purchased for mm-hmm. like video game wise like for yeah. seasons past like getting it on sale like that it's i like that yeah i, I do too and I, I wonder if they put it on sale so cheap because maybe player player base wasn't so great on these maps or something like that Who now, knows? that was a little bit evident in the operations that right. like people yeah. weren't, people just weren't playing the operations so maybe maybe that's something that they saw i don't know yeah 
Maybe. I mean, yeah, it was, we couldn't find any operations. So we said, screw it and play conquest. Had no problem there. Mm-hmm. Just playing normal conquest. Even when we were searching just for the playlist of each DLC, uh, had no problems getting into any of the maps. And I think we played all of them, but one map out of each. So definitely got to get back to it. I, I playing it. I'm like, man, you know, like, why did we stop playing Battlefield 1? Because it is it is a fun game. It has its frustrating moments. I don't think it's perfect. I think Battlefield 4 is a better game. But Battlefield 1 does does have some fun fun moments. Yeah, I I hit a sniper shot with an infantry sniper rifle oh, yeah. from island to island on that one match. That was from 243 meters away with no scope. Yeah, I still need to. That, up, I, I need to upload that clip though. I yeah. it'll it'll be up on my Twitter at the Arctic Sloth. You'll be able to see that there. That was a cool map too, because it was just these like islands and there's like these little shacks and like fishermen's huts around and all kinds of stuff. And it, it was it was cool because you and I were just kind of like perched up on this hill, just sniping dudes, mm-hmm. and you could see just everybody just scrambling when we would start firing at them and. You know, I, I thought that that was fun. Mm-hmm. And then there's that. Ah, oh God. See, I'm just I'm just blanking on the names, but one of the maps out of the first DLC, I, I think it's the first DLC. It's really small. There's just a cathedral in the oh, middle, yeah, uh, and it's just three points. That was an intense map as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really had them pushed back. We won almost every match we played. Yeah, there, there was the one where we were up by a few hundred you know, about halfway through the match and we ended up capturing every single point at one point, but then they just completely screwed us somehow. We ended up losing. That was kind of weird. Haven't seen that too much in battlefield, but it's good. Yeah. I hope, Um, I hope some of y'all out there jumped on that deal. If you like battlefield, because that's, mm. I think that I think that is the gaming deal of like a Black Friday. I think that of all the deals out there, that one's probably the most value. Definitely. I mean, there was some good ones, dude. I I saw Best Buy had Wolfenstein 2 for twenty five dollars. GameStop had Shadow War for twenty five dollars. It's like, man, there's some there's some shit going down. Yeah. Yeah. We both also got uh well, you got it earlier this year, but I also got it 50% off this weekend. Some Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yes. And we played that yesterday. Finally. God. Woo. Yeah, I, I've been having a lot of strange network problems with this game where it would say I'm online, but then it, it said my nap type was offline and I couldn't play with anybody. And so that was frustrating, but ended up figuring something out and got to play that together last night with four people and i i can't imagine playing this game solo i just can't so you know, th- that was a blast playing with four people yeah it it is a lot of fun playing with four people but i do have some experience playing it solo i played a little bit we already caught up and got beyond where i was but playing a little bit solo uh, there's something i i like about having the strategic control it turns into a different kind of game for me it turns into more of like yeah. a, more of like a tact a stealth tactical game well not that it wasn't when we were playing but it's just more, there's just this different level of control that you have 
when right. you're playing solo and I, I i like i like elements of that but i also i i enjoyed our time playing it as well it was a lot of fun it, it was a lot of fun and it, it's a game that's you know i feel like we haven't ran into a game like this in a while where we can just not do any missions and just screw off and have a tremendous amount of fun mm-hmm. you know that i i feel like we haven't ran into a game like that in a long time so that was cool but just fucking with each other was a tremendous <laughs> amount of t- fun trying to blow yeah, each other as up soon as i no other no other as like, the first thing i did when i got into the game we all hopped into a helicopter i was mm-hmm. flying and i was like do you, any of you have a parachute and all of you were like no we don't have parachutes i had a parachute so i jumped out and left them in the helicopter <laughs> yeah you left the helicopter crash into the ground and I was killed in action. <laughs> You're so, so, such a great teammate. It was fun because our team was either on point and we would go through an entire base stealth killing everybody. And granted, we're still early on in the game, but still, you know, nothing would go wrong, had excellent communication taking people out, or it was a complete disaster. <laughs> It was like really no in between. It was just like, all right, let's just spawn this truck. You hop on the minigun. Let's go fucking just raise hell and blow everything up. That was fun, too. Uh, Or hopping on a tractor and trying to kill cows because we're awful people. Mm. We all went off that jump into the enemy base and just started slaughtering everyone. (laughs) Just this massive jump landed right in the parking lot, got out, just bam, just taking everybody out. Mm. Uh, It was unfortunate that our our session ended because of a glitched mission. Uh, The mission just wouldn't – we finished it and it just would not trigger even, you know, restarting the mission multiple times, doing it different ways. It just did not not trigger, which was unfortunate. Hopefully that doesn't happen again when we go back Mm -hmm. playing it. But there's something about that game that that is honestly just a tremendous amount of fun because it, it's it does feel very open ended, um, and you can kind of do do it literally however you want, you know. Go about it. You can go loud and stealth your way through. You can stealth your way through in different ways. Take people out in different orders. Come in from the from different angles you know steal a a truck and get into the base because they think you're a normal one of them sort of thing Mm -hmm. you know there's there's a lot you can do and i think with friends it just kind of opens that up even more that creativity and everything and the customization is pretty fun that game as well um lots you can do do with it with your weapons and character themselves yeah but that story man oh Oh, god it is it's so yeah all the dialogue this like the writing in this game is just bad the performance Mm -hmm. is flat it's just like like i don't even i don't give a shit that the writing is bad but like i feel like they i feel like they like Honestly, they didn't really care about the story. They knew they had a fun game on their hands. So they were I don't, I don't know how much went into their performance of that. Like, I don't right. like to talk shit on on actors or whatever, because that's not my my job. But I feel like uh, there wasn't very much direction in that. Like they were it sounded like a, a bunch of teenagers pretending to be voice actors performing those lines like all done in one take. 
It sounded like yeah. a bunch of people playing a video game together. Yeah, and <laughs> the writing just is not not good. I mean, the amount of times you hear in Baby Makes Three, you know, when you're tagging dudes shit or balls. shit balls. Yeah, like oh god, it's just it's so bad that it's honestly kind of awesome to listen to because you're just like this is oh you want to laugh so you want to hear some bad bad uh combat dialogue or just ambient dialogue listen to what i think kotaku put out a video of like 40 seconds of the xenoblade stuff i know that's a nintendo game but oh god that's bad yeah i'll have to check that out (laughs) oh man but yeah i Man, I there there's a lot to like about Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I can see why it's such a high performer this year for Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. It, it was yeah. like top of the charts for a long stretch of the year. Yeah, I think, just, I think up until Destiny 2 was the top selling game of the year. Yeah, it was. And it's just a fun game to play. Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of forget about everything else it has, in that game. It has a little it has a little bit of a GTA 5 quality to it yeah. and a little bit with that multiplayer. Yep. I agree. It's kind of honestly, it's it's a little bit of what I wanted out of GTA Online, mm-hmm. like a world where you can screw around in. And GTA is like perfect for that, but also just like serious in fun missions. If you want it to be that, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of what I was hoping GTA Online would be. And this game kind of scratches that itch. This is a very pretty game. Uh, but dude, it is a crime that it has no photo mode. I can't believe they have not added a photo mode. Cause that's something that's, that's a very cool. I mean, for fuck's sake, they let you fly around in a fucking drone. I know. Like just let me pause the game and hide the UI and take a damn picture. Cause it it was really cool. Cause we we were just kind of up in the mountains a little bit and we just stood on this rock and looked out and you're like, wow, this world's huge. Draw distance is nice. And, you know, it, it would have been cool to just be able to stand there, pull the camera back, get a group photo, you know, couldn't do that. No, sounds it's goofy. I also like how there's not much restriction on you and your team to stay together that much. Yeah, like we could go and do different missions if we wanted to. Um, but even then, it's like, well, screw you guys. I'm just going to go grab this dirt bike. Well, screw you then. I'm going to go grab this helicopter. I'll beat you there sort of thing. And, you know, lots of lots of fun to be had with that game. We should try the multiplayer. Because they recently added multiplayer to that game. Yeah. I wonder what it's like. Hmm. Yeah. That game would be great with a PUBG like mode. It's call it a battle royale mode. Don't call it a PUBG mode. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's not just to- let's not go for it and rip. I'm just I'm just gonna call every game a PUBG like mode. No. Unrelated to PlayStation though, but PUBG coming on Xbox, it's running at 60 FPS on the Xbox One X, but not that on the Xbox One. Mm. So there might be competitive advantages to owning an Xbox One X, which is one of the concerns for the, mm. these mid-tier generational leaps. Right. But yeah, it's... Speaking of PUBG-like modes, though, we did play some more Fortnite Battle oh, Royale. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about that since we had so much fun in Ghost Recon, but yeah, we did. Yeah. 
that was a, a lot of fun as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't very successful. Oh no! But we had a good time nonetheless. You know, I get y'all landing. Day, it's all, like, all that matters. Y'all just like not knowing how to land in the spot we need to land. You're not stretching your flights. Y'all fucking landing way behind me. Mm. Even though we yeah. pop out of the plane at about the same time. <sighs> I don't know. What, I don't know what I got to do. Didn't help that Jim Beam was was sitting with me. <laughs> yeah, here. but hey, I had a blast. Mm. I I really like that mode. I I, I do. Yeah. There are a few things they need to add to it. Uh, I think actually uh, I didn't put it in the news, but they are adding a smoke grenade. So Ooh. that that's an interesting. Well, it's it's a thing that's in Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, but yeah, it's it basically provides visual cover for you yeah that that could definitely change although i'm not sure the value of that considering you can build physical cover for yourself yeah i don't know and they said they have something that they're going to announce soon i think either at the video game awards or psx cool which both of those events are coming up next week man yeah Next week. Uh, Next weekend, you'll be in at PSX. Yes, I will be. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Going to take pictures, take a little bit of video, tweet a lot of shit out, shake hands, pass out business cards, you know, show show myself. I'll sell myself out. I'll I'll be my own pimp. There you go. Mm. Pick up some video game to, uh, to pimp. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say pick up video games to pimp, man. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you what I liked. I'm not I'm not pimping them out. I'm not telling people to buy these games. I'm just saying, yo, look out for this one that comes out. Uh, a thing that's disappointed me that I just now realized is that because I'll be at PSX, I'm going to be missing the majority of the Monster Hunter World beta. Yeah, it's I believe that starts on a Saturday. Yes, and that goes through Tuesday. So I'm going to be losing the ninth and tenth to being at PSX. I'm going to lose the eleventh to being uh, to traveling. Basically, that's a basically a travel day for me, and I'll get here like really late. And uh, so basically, all I have is Tuesday to play that. Mm-hmm. I'll probably dive into it. I want to give Monster Hunter World a try. Never played Monster Hunter. This game looks fun. I'm debating bringing my PlayStation to play in the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can do that. Uh, Screw hanging out with people. I'm going to go play uh, Monster Hunter World. Hey, I, I could invite people to my hotel room, okay? It, I can do both. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> Check it. People can be fun at times. Yeah. Next week is my f- last full week working. The whole year. Wow. Because the so so I had one extra vacation day. Took that the fifteenth, which is a Friday, and then they're giving us off the twenty second as like a hey, you did you all did very well this year, which we have. So they're giving us an extra day off, and I took off the whole week between Christmas and New Year's. So I will not be working for like eleven or twelve days, whatever the fuck it is. Wow. It's exciting. I'm stoked. Only one more week. That means she, week. you might be able to beat near. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm going to just play the shit out of everything. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, love boy. it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I played a lot, a lot of Assassin's Creed Origins. I didn't get to beat the game. I think I got distracted by other games. Yeah, I, I haven't beat it, beaten it either. I am on my way very close to... Uh, so the game opens up, you have to into four different main quests i'm very close to finishing the third one okay so you so, so you haven't gone after the crocodile yet no not the crocodile i'm going after the snake or is it the lizard lizard i fought a snake okay oh yeah that boss yeah i yeah. thought that that was kind of lame how you all you had to do was just shoot the snake yeah i thought it was very lame as well i was like Eh, it's it's a spectacle but like it isn't an interesting boss fight yeah so this game is getting to some interesting places in terms of story the writing is getting a lot better even in the side quest but the design of what you're doing is still not good like it's just so fucking repetitive so repetitive I, I they just really did not spice this up and even if it's like oh this side quest has really good writing it's like well i'm still just going to find this guy and kill that guy and do this thing it's just not exciting but you know i think that world is just so incredible you know climbing to the top of the great pyramids of giza is an exciting thing you know or when you get to memphis and it's just this dirty fucking city and it's like man this city is gross but it's so detailed and it feels alive it's like man if you can just have this sort of detail in your world build more on this rpg like gameplay make it deeper in everything but just create more variation in your your mission design and choose a quality over quantity approach you know they could have a very good game on their hands you know this game is so close to being like really excellent in my eyes but there's just a few key things that just really hold it back and and honestly it gets exhausting to play after a while. Like if you played for a few hours in a row, it's just like, fuck, I just cannot muster enough strength to just do one more mission or to keep going anymore. I just, I need time away from it sort of thing, but getting there. I don't know. Mm. You're close to finishing it. You feel I'm close. I'm close. I mean, I kind of expected you to get a little bit further. I don't think you're as close to the end as you think you are. I don't think I am either. <laughs> but I think, I, and then, I, you know, you're going around the world and you're like, man, it's a lot of world. And then you pull out of the map and you're like, dude, I've discovered a quarter and I've been running around this world for 15 hours or more. You know, it's crazy. What level do you make it to? 24. Okay. There's going to be a side quest that comes up if you go along. It depends. You might you might come across it, but uh, there's a side quest called The Bride that you'll eventually come across. I think that one has some of the best writing in the game. Okay. Yeah, I haven't picked that one up. 
It's not I a very interesting mission, but it's a very good, uh, very good writing. Yeah. Um, cool. Man. Talks. Hey man, that's all I played. You play anything? Uh, nothing, nothing on PlayStation other than Gran Turismo Ghost Recon and, uh, some Wildland, or some, uh, uh, Fortnite. Um, yeah, I, I think, I guess I'll mention it uh, on Switch. I played, uh, Battle Chef Brigade. I really like that game. Is that uh, game on PlayStation? I didn't see it on PlayStation. Hmm. Yeah, because I've, I've heard a lot about that game. I'm just surprised it's not on, on PlayStation if it's not. But you imagine it'll make its way if it's not. How is that game? I, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a side-scroll action game mixed with a match three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you play as a chef who wants to leave home and uh, join the Battle Chef Brigade. So you go <laughs> enter this contest where you have to... Out, you have to prepare meals for the judge and outscore your opponent. And the way you do that is you go out and hunt monsters for specific ingredients that have different flavor profiles, uh, indicated by the colored gems that they that they you get when you drop them in. And yeah, it's. I think it's a really interesting game. There are different things you can buy, uh, like with the coins in the game. Uh, like you get like different pots that allow you to do different things instead of match three you match two on a certain color gem but that's the only gem you match in that pot like just stuff like that and i think it's a really cool game i i've yet to finish it uh but yeah looking forward to doing that that, what a what a concept Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's just very creative yeah and i i think the writing is funny it's it's got a sense of humor it's art style is pretty neat uh yeah i i recommend it if you have a switch but <laughs> yeah uh, i also got a trucks a euro truck simulator for the for my computer mm-hmm. while we're while we're not talking about playstation here uh <laughs> so I'm, i i got that with my driving wheel in mind and i'm going to be streaming that and i've come up with a character that i'm going to play when i stream truck simulator his name is buck truckum uh <laughs> it's gonna it's th- those are gonna be some interesting streams so if you're interested in that go follow me on twitch.tv slash the arctic sloth that's gonna be a fun time I mean, it's gonna be trucking tuesdays i just can't believe those games are not on console Yo, i'm gonna have a word with the playstation third party uh representative <laughs> i think that's still geo right geo still runs that right yeah yeah I'll, I'll have a word with geo about that yeah hashtag build the list get these fucking american truck simulators your truck simulator get them on here man yeah i want to just drive even though even if i don't have a driving wheel fuck it yeah that's that's gonna be fun uh speaking of black friday stuff and what we bought on black friday uh ps and the place sony as the best, they saw the best. This is the best Black Friday ever for them, according to their marketing vice president. Yeah. Uh, also, really quick, Battleship Brigade only on Switch and PC. Coming to PS4 as closely as possible to those platforms. Mm. So there you go. You will be able to play that game. 
soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe on your new PS4 that you got on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, they said um, we sold more consoles than we ever have in our 22-year history. Damn. Hmm. Holy shit. Oh, wow. It's up from quarter to quarter. Last year, 342.9%. Their their net income, that that is. So, yeah, Sony's doing good. (laughs) I... Yeah, I imagine that's because uh, their console was on sale for two hundred bucks. Uh, PlayStation Plus subscriptions were on sale for forty dollars for a year. Right, discounts help for sure, but it's also, you know, all three of the console manufacturers have said they did tremendously well on black friday so i think it's just great for the industry you Mm -hmm. know that all these consoles are selling really well and people are buying games and when i was at um best buy black friday it's every person either had almost every person they had a video game or a movie you know I feel a lot of people buy movies around Christmas time, like physical versions, but almost everybody had video games in their hands or an Xbox or PlayStation. You know, I saw a lot of people holding PlayStation 4 Pros in their hands and, you know, Best Buy just had stacks and stacks of all these consoles and a lot of people buying Switches and TVs, 4K TVs and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it's just good. I think for for the industry as a whole, and it, I just think it is insane that quote we have sold more consoles than we ever have in our twenty two year history, like even more than the PS two era when that thing was just demolishing. Now I feel Black Friday is a bigger deal now than it was back in that time, uh, but still, I mean, damn. It's it's great, and it's it's great that four years into the PlayStation 4's life cycle, it's it's still continuing to even pick up steam and to still sell well. You know, no yeah. signs of slowing down for this thing. I it is it, the PlayStation 4's behemoth, and yeah, I I don't I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. I think I think next year no. is going to be just as big. Just looking at the I, games lineup from year to year, I think 2018 is going to be just as good as this year. And I think there's there's a lot of good stuff coming out next year, and it might be just as good as this year. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I agree. And I, I think with this just really great first-party lineup that Sony has, as long as those games hit and they all hit well, they could have an even better year next year. Mm. Yeah. Sony didn't really put out much first party stuff this year. Not really. Like they had they had the Lost Legacy, they had GT Sport, trying to think of other first party stuff. Horizon. Horizon, yeah, that was early this year. But yeah, they it was front loaded with Horizon was the big one, and then middle of the year you get Lost Legacy and then we get GT Sport, which is not a main Gran Turismo, but eh, I don't know. I just feel like Next year's going to be bigger. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, they had a Gravity Rush 2 very early in the year. Um, but then they also had a lot of like second party stuff that's like Japanese stuff that's exclusive to them, like Yakuza 0, Neo, okay. Persona 5. Those games all did really well for them too. So hmm. it had a tremendous year with that stuff. Speaking of sales. Next year, I just feel they're pulling out the big guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just bam. Speaking of sales, you know what doesn't sell very well? Trying to sue a child. No. <laughs> so Epic Games is going after cheaters, which in general, a good thing. Yeah, get the cheaters out of here. But they're doing it by filing lawsuits across the board. And in one case, they are they attempted to sue a 14-year-old kid. And their mother wasn't having it, basically saying that uh, the game states that they can't play it unless they have their mother's permission, which they didn't. Uh, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. Uh, I... I don't know what's what to uh what to say about this. Yeah, well, another thing is that so this kid was cheating in Fortnite and he made videos about cheating and Epic said like, "Hey, take that stuff down." And he said no. You know. So it this is just also such a, like tricky situation on all sides also he's a kid who didn't develop the cheat himself he went and downloaded it like i doubt this kid is the one who actually developed this cheat he just downloaded it from a site and used it so i i get what epic is trying to do trying to keep cheaters out of their game and i i guess that and having like a hardline stance like with suing is great and all, but don't go after the people actually using the cheats. Go after the people who are making them and who are distributing them. Uh, right. I think I read that they are mm-hmm. going after them. Um, but I, I completely agree with you. But at the same time, you know, if you're going to cheat, which one you shouldn't, that violates just – the license agreement of the video game itself. Um, it, but maybe it's not a good idea to promote that you're cheating and this is how you're doing it mm-hmm. and doing it on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like he's a fucking 14 year old kid. Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that like he's innocent and all this, but he's a fucking 14 year old kid. He's, he's just, he's going to be like this. And I think Epic needs to do some, something else like, maybe a fucking IP ban fucking ban ban these people from like do that blanket IP ban on them I guess so they might use a proxy or something but there's got to be a way to just make it more difficult for people to cheat definitely and at the same time like uh, it's just not a good PR look for Epic Games to be suing a 14 year old Mm mm-hmm you know, it just makes them look a little bit too much of hard ass. But at the same time, they got to protect their IP. This might be a very extreme way to do it. But it's kind of what has to be done. It's it's just a crazy, crazy fucking situation. I, I've never seen anything like this in my time just 
following video games, you know. Hmm. Don't cheat, man. Let's just let's just say that. Also, in all this shit, Epic released the child's name, which is uh, right. Which is another issue that is comp- that is absolutely illegal. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's also one of those things that you do when you're going to be suing someone, but, you know, at the same time, it's a child. Do a little bit of fucking research about what the law is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, d- dude, I can't imagine being the parents of this kid, though. Being like, what in the fuck is going on? All right. Yeah. So, A, we're not deal with that. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like, A, we're, we're, we're not letting them sue you, but B, you're grounded. Stop fucking doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, no video games for you. We are turning ever. off the internet. <laughs> yeah. All the oh, video God. games we might have bought you, we can't now because we have to pay court fees. Mm. Man, come on. If you're going to cheat, just don't promote it, but let's just not cheat at the same time. How about that? Mm. Maybe don't sue children. Yeah, that too. <laughs> or if you do, don't release their name publicly. Yeah. All kinds of sides of this one, man. Holy hell. Mm. It's not the kind of news we want leading up to PSX. Not what we want to be talking to, talking no. about. Uh, but there's we we got we got some stuff about PSX. The panels. There's going to be a lot of panels happening, as well as uh, they yeah they have the schedule here. So badge pickup times they they posted here. On Friday, you'll be able to get your badges from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Although, if you're getting your badge on Sunday at 6 p.m., you missed the show, mostly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's that's, that's the stuff there. Uh, the panels are as follows. On Saturday, you have the PSVR game panel at 11, a media molecule panel at 12.30, and IGN ranks the top 10 PlayStation games of all time at 2 o'clock. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima panel at 3.30. Uncharted 10th Anniversary Celebration at 5 p.m. And The Last of Us Part 2 Meet the Cast at 6.30 p.m. That's the Saturday pretty, panels. Pretty cool. Yeah, they... I... I'm not really one to, like, sit in on all the panels, but... There are a lot of panels here that I want to see, especially the Ghost of Tsushima panel. That's the one that mm-hmm. mostly sticks out to me on here. Uncharted 10th Anniversary and Last of Us Part 2. It's re- going to be really cool. They're going to have a lot of the actors there and everything. But I, I don't know about those panels. I, I think it's more interesting to see stuff like Ghost of Tsushima, like the like the brand new yeah. thing that was absolute that was revealed this year. I think that's the most exciting thing. How about dreams, dude? Yeah. It's a thing. We're going to see something from this game in a week. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. Mm. We'll see see what they did with that. I will say, you know, the whole IGN ranks the top 10 PlayStation games. 
that is probably going to be a very fun panel to see because they are you know they're live panels when they do these sort of rankings they get the audience involved i imagine that's what they would do here too but uh they're always a riot to listen to Mm -hmm. they did a top 10 nintendo games of all time from pax west you know a few months ago and that is a blast to listen to if you've haven't listened to that i recommend it but it's just hopefully hopefully this one's fun too yeah it's it's just a big dumb thing to do to like try to rank the top 10 playstation games of like the past 22 years yeah with with a live audience you know (laughs) yeah crazy thing but i'm sure that'll be a lot of fun Mm. yeah i know what i'll say if i'm sitting in there i'm not revealing it here well that's yeah I was gonna. Uh, I don't know. That's what I would say. That shoots to number one, baby. Mm. Maybe not number one. No. We'll see. Maybe we should do that sometime. Oh God, let's not. <laughs> let's. I'm having a hard time picking my top ten cast. games of this fucking year. Come on, man. <laughs> there are so many good games coming out this year. I, man, don't do that to me. Frank, I think we should do that. Sometime. No. I think we should. Do that. Oh God. I think we should, we should do it. No. No. One day. I'll convince One day. Uh, but yeah, PlayStation experience looking like it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'll be there. That's going to be good. Good, 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 good. Um, let's see. What do we got next here? We got, uh, oh, whew, yeah, the voice actor strike is over. So that means Ashley Birch is back in as Chloe in the bonus episode of Life is Strange before the storm. That's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, I I'm glad that this is happening. It's going I don't know. I I've been kind of getting used to uh what uh Rihanna DeVries stepping in for Chloe this for life for before the storm but you know i don't get me wrong she she's been doing a great job i i think ashley birch nailed that character to the t in the first life is strange series yeah 100 percent. like she is chloe you mm-hmm. know with her voice um i i do like what they have done with her and life is strange before the storm um still sounds fine and gets the job done but it's cool that um she's returning to finish off this whole storyline because i think the bonus episode is supposed to be like the final goodbye to both of these characters so it's cool that she's ending that Mm -hmm. oh boy i want a release date for that final episode man yeah, I I hope it's this year. I hope yeah. it's December so I can... Hmm. I'm making a list. I think we're both kind of making lists in our head about our favorite games this year. Yeah. And I don't know, man. That's it's one of my... That's It's up there. I mean, like I said, I'm trying to even make a top 10 list of this year, and it's hard. Uh Destiny 2 might make it on that list. Maybe. But 
they're having a lot of problems over there. Uh, yes. Uh, this week they were going to do a stream about the right, the what, the, the, the fucking Osiris, whatever. Curse of Osiris. Curse of Osiris DLC that's coming out, what, next week? Mm-hmm. So they were going to do a stream about that, but with all the shit coming up about their experience throttling and all that crap, uh, they decided to address the fact that they're going to make some changes to Destiny 2. Uh, I don't think they got too specific. It's, they addressed well, the XP con- tra- controversy. Yeah, there's a few things. There's a new tier of weapon called Masterworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, which features stat trackers, random and re-rollable stats, and item detail screens. It's also kind of like a elite version of legendary weapons in gear. It's cool. Okay. Um, they're adding a heroic strike playlist in December. Better rewards for prestige activities. Private matches for Crucible. Uh, penalties for quitting competitive matches. They're also adding a ranked PvP mode that I'm pretty sure isn't. Uh, you know, it, it isn't Trials of the Nine or anything like that. It's something totally different. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, penalties for quitting, an improved mod economy, less exotic duplicates. That is very important. A new way to get an exotic you don't have yet in your collection through an engram from Xur. Um, so basically with that point there, they're bringing back the three of coins from Destiny 1. Which you pop three of coins, you have a better chance when you defeat uh, a boss or crucible match to get an exotic. It was kind of a ridiculous system. I didn't really like it. Uh, it just felt stressful and, and annoying. But they're bringing back that that engram. I think it's called like a faded engram or something. So you you buy that from Zer for whatever amount. I don't know what it'll be and you're guaranteed to get an exotic that you don't have from it. Guaranteed. Now, they did not specify whether that means I'm a Titan and I just got a piece of armor for a hunter. You know, they didn't say that, but it's definitely supposed to be something that you have never gotten before. Okay. So that coupled with less exotic duplicates could be all could be a good improvement that just makes players feel good, you know? Because that is one extremely annoying thing I found about Destiny 2 of just being like, dude, I'm just getting the same exotics over and over and over again. It's just, it's incredibly annoying. I just feel like they fucking build it that way too. Just so you would keep grinding and keep playing and shit, you know? It's just, it feels a little, that feels a little slimy and then people discovering this whole XP controversy, um, which I don't know if we talked about that last week. I don't know if that story broke when, when we recorded last week. But basically, they had their clarion call event, which got you double XP when playing with a clan or clan members. And people were kind of running the same stuff. And they realized over time that they were getting – they were gaining XP slower and slower and slower, but the game was lying to them in saying they were getting this amount of XP, but they were not. And the game was throttling how much XP you got to make that grind even slower. So you potentially go and spend some real world, real world cash to get what you want. Mm. 
fucked up. So then they're like, oh yeah, shit. They discovered us. They got us, guys. They hot fixed it, said, fuck that, we're not doing that. But they doubled the amount of experience. Let's you just need mask to what level it is. <laughs> yeah. So it went from like 80,000 to 160,000. So it's like, okay, you discovered our plan, but still, fuck you. So they said that they're still evaluating that. They're going to work on that. Uh, that's just incredibly slimy. Very slimy. You know? I mean, like, they're doubling down on a bad thing, and uh, that's that doesn't work for most people. I just don't know how these companies think that it's okay or that they can get away with it because it just puts nothing but bad PR around them. And, like, is the bad PR worth making the extra money? Well, in EA's case... Apparently it fucking is. <laughs> well, in EA's case, apparently fucking not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on to this. But oh, go just, ahead. I was just going to say solid changes to Destiny 2 moving forward. Uh, and then, you know, but we're kind of at the same point that we were at with Destiny 1, don't you think? That's of, not, We played the game, mm-hmm. we're like, this is fun, and then we fell off of it. People started really realizing it's glaring holes, and then they're like, fuck, guys, don't worry, we're going to fix it. And then they have a DLC coming out that is definitely does not look like it's worth the $20 they're charging you for and that it's going to be like fuck guys we're, we're going to make it better they might make it better but it's like hold out until the spring we'll have a massive update then the next DLC we can actually react to because mm-hmm. you know I, I just whatever man they should not have planned this DLC for December I know they needed to get content out but I think through events and stuff is how they could have kept that shit going so that way they can actually react and change some things that are wrong with destiny 2 and improve that in the dlcs make them more worthwhile because the next dlc comes out in spring you gotta imagine they're gonna have a big taken king like expansion uh next fall like why not just kind of push them around a little bit? Maybe the first DLC comes out February, March, April. The next one's in the summer. Just space them out, make them more significant, improve the game. There's no need to just rush through this stuff and just talk to talk to your player base, you know? But we're kind of at that same point with Destiny 2. I think it's a better game than Destiny 1 was at its point in its you know life cycle, but... It still is a little frustrating, for sure. Because you blew through the game, you're like, man, that was that was cool. I enjoyed my time. Then you're just like, you literally just start looking into this black hole of like, man, there's like nothing there. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? Sort of thing. Yeah, we'll see. Mm, we shall. And we also saw a thing... Uh, yeah. Unlike many things, EA actually got what was coming to them. The, after this whole Battlefront 2 bullshit, uh, they lost $3 million in shareholder value. Or $3 billion. Eh. Billion. $3 billion in shareholder value. Yes. In a very short time. Their stocks have dropped a lot uh, since... Star Wars Battlefront 2 launched and everything it, that's going to cost them three billion dollars because of how they dropped and also 
I think it was the UK sales numbers came out 61% lower than Battlefront 1 when it launched, which holy hell. You know, that's a drop, man. And look, $3 billion will get any company talking. Mm -hmm. Although even big ones like EA. Although even with all this, I think EA is still saying the wrong things. Oh, 100%. EA doesn't think we want pink Darth Vader's. I'd like this a pink is, Darth Vader. Why the fuck me, not? I know. Me too. This is the most stupid fucking comment they have made about these microtransactions since. Uh, they said, um, just trying to find complete quote here. One, it says here in this article, one way EA isn't considering is leaning to is leaning in too heavily on character based cosmetic items, basically overwatch just skins since it could interfere with the canon of the renowned franchise like star wars they said quote if you did a bunch of cosmetic things you might start to violate the canon the cfo said darth vader in white probably doesn't make sense versus black not to mention you probably don't want darth vader in pink no offense to pink but i don't think that's right in the canon. then what in the fuck is the point of the multiplayer of this game because that totally breaks the living shit out out of the canon of Star Wars. What is the point of having a video game if you're not going to be able to have fun with it? Exactly. Like, sure, Star Wars stories can be canon, but if you want to have fun with an online video game, have fun with a fucking online video game. Exactly. The canon like- doesn't fucking matter unless you're actually making an MMO. And even in that case, like, you, there's still room for there's the wiggle room in there, but this isn't an MMO. This is a fucking first person shooter where you have all these fucking characters who never meet each other fight. Exactly. That's the point of the multiplayer, you know, of like imagining these different scenarios with star Wars that didn't happen in the films or movies or and, films. And or have they never yeah. heard of action figures? Yes. With different costumes and shit. Like, get the fuck over yourself. Like, the canon is not that important. It's obvious. People buy, like, physical items of shit that isn't necessarily right in canon, but it just looks cool. Exactly. Yeah, it's just it's just such a ridiculous excuse. And honestly, I think the only thing behind it is probably Disney. You know, I can see them being very like, oh, we can't have Darth Vader in pink. That's not what we want. That's just not Darth Vader, blah, blah, blah. You know, I could see Disney being very protective of that. But it's just such a ridiculous thing. And just reading this whole thing is like – and this is from um, Blake Jorgensen, the CFO of EA. And he said like some people have more time than money and some people have more money than time. You always want to balance the two. We're learning and listening to the community in terms of how to best roll out that in the future. And there's more to come. They're still he, – yeah, because he said they're still committed to implementing microtransactions in some way. It's just like they just keep digging the grave in the hole for them the more they talk. They really just need to shut the fuck up about this and just go quiet, 
fix your game. You have had nothing but bad PR surrounding your company for months now. Give me Shut up. a nude Yoda. Fucking yes. I want to see what Yoda looks like naked. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Mm. And, and two, like, you know, if you have Greedo versus Han Solo... Greedo shoots first. That's not canon in a multiplayer. You know, if Greedo shoots first and not then Han, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. How, however you think that went down. You know, I'm just being stupid, but it's just a stupid excuse. Stop. And it's your bad fucking game. If Blah. it is a matter of uh, Disney being really shitty about the canon, then maybe don't make a multiplayer game. Maybe don't cancel your single-player games. <laughs> yes. If you want to keep it in canon, that's a very good way to keep it in canon is to have a single-player narrative-based game. Mm. That's enough on that. Uh, there aren't... They didn't put out a list of new games coming out this week, but we did get the new uh, PlayStation Plus games for December. Right on. It's headed with... Uh, Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition. I already own that because I bought the package. And yeah, Kung Fu Panda, Showdown of the Legendary Legends. Woohoo! Those are your PlayStation 4 offerings. This month also includes Siberia Collection on PlayStation 3 and X-Blaze Lost Memories on PlayStation 3. For your Vita, you can get Forma.8 and Wanted Corp. Forma.8 is crossed by with PlayStation 4. I think overall this is a little bit of a weak month. Absolutely. It's kind of a... I mean, Darksiders 2 is a hell of a game. Yeah. You know, you have all these new people buying into PlayStation and getting PlayStation Plus. And I just feel like November and December, you should try to have them be the best months of the year because then people will be like oh shit there's a lot of value in this you know like i remember one year they had injustice the first injustice was free it was like december's game and it's like wow that's cool they're putting this triple a game there you know there's good value there yeah it's it's an unfortunate thing i mean pick these games up they're free check them out i'm sorry cool I'm very but. surprised uh, The Last Guardian wasn't free. Yeah. I mean, Man, that game's about a year old now. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. I couldn't play through that thing. Yeah. It was so frustrating. <laughs> you had a hard stop on that game. Mm-hmm. I played it for about like 40 minutes and I was like, God, this is just this isn't this isn't what I want. Maybe I go back to it. Probably not with so many games that I have to play. Yeah. Mm. Man. Video games. Video games are are really cool. They're cool. At the same time, you know, this game this year's been so great, but at the same time it was not for video games of just it was great in terms of the quality of the software, but it is so such a bad year in terms of the business practices of the video game industry itself. It just makes me sad with some of these games. It's a great time. You're just like, fuck man, is this really what we're doing? It's a great time to play video games, 
not a great time to pay for video games. Exactly. <laughs> and boy, what it actually takes to play pay for video games for the way that like they should be experienced. Yeah. I I fully agree with that. Uh um, do we want to do, I don't know, I didn't really discuss this with you, but do we want to do PSX predictions this week or next week? Because if we do it next week, the episode will release on the day that they do their conference. Fuck it. We'll do it next week. We'll Even do it next week. Okay, cool. Yeah. They're not really doing a conference like traditionally, though. Yeah, right? um, they are holding a thing on Friday. Uh, let me pull this up. <laughs> They did mention it, and it's for early bird uh, ticket holders. You'll be able to attend this as well. Uh, let's see. What do they have? Yeah, they'll... Hmm. There is a thing on Friday, and I can't see what it is. Oh, yeah, it's called PlayStation Presents. So we'll see what that has. Are they announcing anything or are they just showing off games that have already been announced? I don't know. Hmm. See, they maybe we can have a, a few things. Maybe not go all out because they're not really doing a conference. But yeah. Maybe see, see some shit, talk about some shit. Try to guess you know. how many people. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be a fun event, and I, I'm I'm really excited to go. This will be my what third year in a row going. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love PSX. You need to get out there sometime. They do, for sure. I'm also I'm I'm also really looking forward to the Game Awards. Game Award is always interesting to watch. Yeah. I want to see I, see what's there. There's always something announced at the Game Awards. Yeah. Maybe we could talk a little bit about that, too. Well, you see, we'll be recording it on the day that game reports are happening. So do you want to make one prediction for the game awards? What 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 will be announced? Hmm. Hmm. I feel we will get a God of War released at the game awards yes okay all right here's the thing even with psx they've had stuff at the game awards in the past mm-hmm. i think they'll have a little trailer or something and just at the end they'll have a date and then then maybe at their presents thing they will show maybe a new demo for god of war and be like yeah, it's coming out march 15th Hmm. Also, I think I I can see Xbox doing something there. Maybe announcing something. Um, They need a pop. I think, yeah, I think Xbox. Oh, man. Because Turn 10 is it's we haven't really covered it here because this is a PlayStation show, but the team that does the Forza games is working on an open world action RPG. Yeah. That's supposed to be multi-platform, I think, too. So that's interesting. Oh. What a shift. Hmm. Let me think. Let me think real quick. I think... Oh. What do we got? What do we got? Also, I can totally see... 
maybe The Walking Dead's final season getting a trailer. They've always debuted a lot of Telltale stuff at these award shows. You know, they've announced Tales from the Borderlands there, Game of Thrones, Batman, Guardians of the Galaxy. They've done a lot there. I can I can see that happening. I think we'll get a I, I hate to like resort to a release date because you already did one. I, I want to think of an announcement of a game. Uh, let's see. What do we have? What do we have? What studios are, haven't put out anything in a while that Ooh. haven't announced anything? That's I don't know. It's hard. Announced it's hard anything. to think. I think Insomniac is another project other than Spider-Man. That they Maybe. Announce. I mean, they've always had kind of multiple things going on. Same time, Spider-Man's such a big game. Maybe it's hands on deck, all hands on deck for that for that game. Yeah, I think we're going to get something new from Insomniac. I think it's going to be Ratchet and Clank. Oh. That would just make me so happy. Hmm. But yeah, what are you looking forward to up until then? Playing video games. I don't know. My birthday's this weekend. I'm just going to yeah. not give a fuck about the world. Nice. Drink beer. Fuck it. I don't care. Mm. What about you? Uh, I keep saying it every week, but Assassin's Creed needs to be beaten. Yeah. I'm going to be thinking a lot about my game of the year lists. I, I'm going to be thinking... Uh, well, I'm going to be playing some video games. Uh, let's see. Again, Truck Simulator. I'm going to be streaming that. Buck Truck them. <laughs> God damn. I need, to, I need to make a fucking image for that. I need to Photoshop something. I need to come up with something for that because that's that's too good to, let, to just leave hanging at a name. Uh... But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe some more racing on my on my new racing wheel. I need to utilize that thing because that was while on sale, still two hundred bucks. Yeah, get the value out of that. Thing. Oh yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I think that's all that we got this week. Um, we will also be starting the list of the ten best PlayStation games of all time. Oh God, fuck me. <laughs> You can find this. And also, we did talk about what we're doing for Game of the Year. Yeah, we did. So look for that very soon. Yeah. Go ahead. So if you have anything you need to tell us, if you if you want us to play a game last minute to consider for Game of the Year, you, you can you can email that to us at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail dot com or tweet us at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth, at me motherfuckers. Uh, you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Hell yeah! What you got up there on Plugged On Vids? What what you reviewing lately? Um, Morbid Angel and Intervals. Those are the last two reviews we're doing. Nice. Rest of these, they are an old school band from the eighties. And one is just this instrumental progressive band. They're very, very nice to listen to. I like them a lot. All right. Well, you know where to look for that. Uh, until next week, be good to each other. 
play your video games and press up the D-pad. <laughs>